We're in a state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Matisha and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together. Even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry we're stoned. Love a good twist off wine. Twist off cap. How's it going? Great. Now that I've got a glass of wine. Honestly, I'm chilling. You're smoking is what you're doing. Where? Oh, just out to lunch with the best of industry people at the Polo Lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, you did. Yes. (laughs) Wow. So not me. But honestly, it was actually kind of fabulous. What did you wear to the polo lounge? Uh, honestly, Molly came over last night, and she is just so freaking good at putting outfits together. I know it's annoying. It's so annoying. So I was ready to just like, I was like, I have nothing to wear. And she was like, Mom, we went through your closet like a year ago and put outfits together. And I was like, okay, but I've worn them. She was like, no, you haven't. It's been COVID, whatever. And I was like, I know, but they don't feel right now. So we go in my closet. And at one point she goes, okay, so all of this. And I go, needs to go. And she starts dying laughing. She was like, no, does not need to go. (laughs) And she was like, what are you talking about? And so she starts pulling all the stuff, putting it together. That is so freaking good. And one was these really cute, chic black slacks I have. Oh. And so my friend Simone Harouche, she has a company called uh, Kit Undergarments uh-huh. with her friend and their bodysuits. So first of all, she sent me these bodysuits like a year and a half ago. I couldn't even get my boobs in it. <laughs> like, honestly, it would look, I would look insane. Yikes. I put it today and it just, or yesterday, and it fits so freaking good with these slacks and then I wore a long, like below the knee, camel theory little jacket, like like a long, 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 long blazer. Oh, cute! Bendy fur slides. You wore was... fur slides to the polo lounge. Faux fur, bendy faux fur, and uh, honestly, it was so good. You know what? It was that like, yeah, I'm getting all like businessy like I'm at the polo lounge at the top but then I had to put on the first slides just to go but I'm still a little like don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna put a hill on for the polo lounge I'm coming in the first slide I feel like you missed a prime Instagram photo opportunity here I tried to get your sister to take a picture and she wouldn't why not because uh, she was like, Mom, let's do it inside. And then, of course, we never did because we started talking to everybody. Yeah. So she would not take my picture. Well, that's a bummer because I would have loved to have seen it on the gram. Honestly, it was really good. You'll have to rewear it. It was really good. But anyway, it was, you know what? I just haven't been out like that in a long time to eat with, like, a group of people. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And I literally usually don't go to places like that because I'm just like, uh, it seems a little touristy, LA bougie, like everybody goes. But I was looking around today, people watching, and there was just nothing better. Really? <laughs> and I saw like one of the most 
fabulous, like probably 75 year old women I've ever seen had her hair up do like Mammy did. And like, it was just like these little curls in the front and her husband, who was definitely older than her and he had a little walker, but he was really tall. He looked definitely 80. He had on black slacks and a black leather jacket. And I was like, these people are everything. And her, she had on these amazing sunglasses with her hair and her updo. Me, I go and I'm going over to get in my car and I look over and the two of them are getting in a Bentley and she's driving. No. (laughs) I mean, there could have been nothing more Beverly Hills than seeing that at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And like, she was stunning. And he was like, he had on literally black slacks black leather jacket and black sunglasses and his walker cane was like a black metal no they were so cool i love that no idea who they were i have no idea no clue huh they were amazing and i love that she was such a boss and getting in the driver's seat Mm -hmm, me too everything love that um please 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 tell me you've seen some bachelorette None. You told me it was Mom, but you're still supposed to watch it. He said it was boring. Episode one was boring, but the second episode is decent. Okay, that makes me happy. I want to watch. So I need you to watch. Okay. Well, I haven't, so we're not going to talk about that. But you know we can talk about? What? You. I haven't finished it. Me either. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you can't ruin it for me. I've only seen four episodes. I think it's not very good. Okay. I was also thinking that episode one, I liked, and then episode two and three and four, I was like, oh, I don't know. But all my friends that have finished it said that, that the last episode is worth finishing the season. It's just so ridiculously far-fetched. Well, I know. It's like you guys would be in jail at this point. Let's be real. Yes. And the fact that, I mean, honestly, it's just so ridiculous. I have a hard time watching it. I get that. I don't know. I've been kind of feeling that way also about In the Dark. Do you watch In the Dark? I started to start that. It's really good. Is it? Okay, the first, it... Especially the first two seasons are really good. You know the guy on that show, his name's Casey Diedrich, is Ryan Falazay's best friend. Ah. And they're roommates. They, they've known each other forever. So I started watching that show like way back when because of Casey. And uh-huh. I love the show. And season three just aired on Netflix. I still love it. Like, it's still so good. I, but I do think it's kind of going in that direction where it's like, okay, all these people are dying. You guys would absolutely be in jail by now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Anyway, the thing I love about In the Dark is that, like, when you start first start watching it, it's, like, about a blind girl and a service dog business, right? So it seems, like like, like super, like, lighthearted almost. But it's about the drug cartel and they and then like people start getting murdered and people die left and right. And it's actually pretty edgy. And it's also got like a little bit of like a dark comedic aspect to it, too. Like uh, some of the things Murphy is the the girl, the blind girl, the lead. And some of the things she says are freaking hysterical, but she's just like super dry and it's very unexpected. Is she blonde in real life? I don't think so. Just curious. And she does a great job acting like she is. I mean, she kills it. Yeah, I keep seeing that, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't heard anybody talk about it, so I never I never have started watching it. It's cute. I like it. It's an easy watch, but it's, like, entertaining. Awesome. I'm going to start that, because, honestly, I kind of been using you to walk on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives me something silly to do, but I'm just like, ugh. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not dying to go watch it. 
Did you ever get into Big Sky? I kind of did in the the first season, but I, I felt like it too was just so far fetched. I mean, it is season two's out if you wanted to start. And I that. felt like the acting was just so bad I couldn't take it. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. I, I hope they've gotten better. But and that's not being mean. It's just like it was just hard for me to watch. I feel like mm-hmm. it's much more like for like people in their twenties mm-hmm. who just want to be stoned or and watch TV. That's true. <laughs> um, you know what I did finally start that you love is succession. Oh, M. Okay. I, I know everybody has this reaction about the show and I'm only four episodes in and I know and you I'll told me, yet. I know you said that. Nope. Not there look, yet. Like I do not get why people think this show is so great. That came up in a conversation today that someone said before that show ever aired, like in its beginning stages, it wasn't good and the heck couldn't really figure it out. But like, that's why I think by episode six, they do figure it out. And somebody, some writers like ding, 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 because after episode six, the rest of season one and season two is so good. I cannot even take it. You will end up loving it. I think season three is out. What? I think so. Have you watched that weird game thing? What's it called? Squid Game? I'm a little scared to watch it. I'm not watching that. And everyone's talking about it. It's scary. But I don't think I need to see that. It just seems too dark. Okay, because honestly, no joke. Even though it was like a silly kind of a teenage thing, Hunger Games affected me. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) It gave me really anxiety. I feel like that could happen someday. Did you ever read the Hunger Games? Because the books were phenomenal. Amazing. We were so obsessed with death and killing shows and crime shows. And I know. Like every freaking TV show is about murder and how to kill people. And like that is all people watch. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, one day, which it seems like the government's trying to do, where there's like the super rich and the super poor and there's no in between. All the rich people pay to see, mm-hmm. it's scary. I do not like the concept. And so that's why I was like, I'm just not watching this. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I could be wrong. But to me, it seems like a, a little bit in the same, like, like vein as, like, Black Mirror. And I and and a lot of that is just too dark for me. Like, me I, just, oh, I, I just can't hang like, with the Black Mirror stuff. I saw one episode. Oh, I didn't even watch the whole thing. Of Black Mirror that literally made me, like, ill for, like, four days. Yeah. And I never can turn it on ever again yeah it's they're pretty twisted and i have a feeling that this show is gonna is similar oh i don't like that yeah so i won't be watching that one we're about one week away from maybe a week and a half from the yellowstone premiere thank god i've been just waiting and waiting and waiting to see luke grimes on my television once more i literally have got to start that you know what that's why you're gonna love succession i know that's what everybody says it's it's just like Yellowstone, based in the Only world. Only it's set in a boring city Wall Street office. Yeah, like, but it is like how like Fox and CNN was. Like he owns like the Fox News. Right, I know. And it is so freaking amazing. It's the cowboy hats and the rodeo yeah. riding tight jeans so that really do it for me on Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Costner in a cowboy hat and his little jeans and those like ugh. He is so cute. Like, I've just loved him for so long. Like, when he came out in Bull Dur- Durham, I, like, honestly lost my mind. 
I loved him so much during, he had a movie out called Tin Cup. My body just like, I was so physically sad just thinking, I'll never have Kev to love me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, like, you know, somebody you're just like so infatuated with. Mm-hmm. I've met Kevin and now I have, and he's so sweet. And he was so kind and just the coolest guy ever. But you know what? Sometimes you meet people like that and you're like, ew. Totally. <laughs> like, ew. I don't even think you're cute anymore because you're such a douche. Kev was, was just douche? like, no. And it just made me go, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> now I love you more. Wow. But anyway. He's a cutie. That's why I'm shocked I haven't watched this yet. It's so good. I thought he was so hot in the nineties, like just in like uh he doesn't it doesn't even compare to how he looks now. So think- he looks so much better. Oh really? Yes, because you know what? He just is like aging with grace, like a like just ugh, like he just looks better with gray and just better like like it's so good. He just he has done it right. Yeah. So love that. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners 
$10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Did you look and see when uh, Succession's out? Um, no, I forgot. <laughs> Mom. Oh my gosh, it did come out already. I told you. Honestly, and I have just been every day like waiting to see something pop up that it's that it's back and I have not I cannot believe it I'm so excited you've been waiting two weeks longer than you needed to now actually I'm glad I didn't know so at least I got two to watch in a row I think my absolute favorite character is Kieran Culkin and he plays this guy named Roman and honestly like I'm just like is he not acting is this kind of who he is in real life because Like, I just don't even know that you can be that good of an actor to play his role the way he does. Like, it is so freaking good. There are so many Culkins. Are there? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, we all know Macaulay, obviously. Uh And then you got Kieran. And then uh, his, uh, and then their brother Rory Culkin was in uh, Waco. What? He was in Waco, and what's the other? Oh, Signs. He was in Signs. Oh, Uh, Well, after this role for Kieran, like, he is just, oh my gosh, he is so good in it. I cannot wait until you get into season two. It is amazing. I love him in those, like, he, like, in, I thought in Waco, like, he was by far and above the best actor in the the group. What else has Kieran been in? Let's see. She's All That. Great film. He was in The Home Alones also? He was. Apparently. Father of the Bride Part 2. 
So this is a big deal for him, for sure. Yeah, very big. And none of this other stuff looks very familiar. I thought, first of all, they cast it so perfectly. Like, there is not one cast member that I do not love in this show. It is so freaking good. Oh, he was in the OG Father of the Bride, too. Oh, cute. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. And I, and then I guess there's another brother, Shane Culkin. I don't know. It's it's so good. I cannot wait to go watch the third season. Yeah. Well, we'll get on that. The other one is just like, I cannot wait for Ozark. And you told me it's 2022, so. Um, yeah, that one's next year. Yeah. I know. Bummer. Yeah. Should we get into some Dear MTs? I'd love to. Hey, Stoners. This is Sammy Joe from Texas. Hope y'all are having a beautiful day today. The weather is finally starting to feel nice here in Texas. Anyways, my questions are a little random, but I have a question for each of you. MT, I want to know what your favorite season of the year is and why. Brandy, what has been your best and worst date experience? I hope y'all are having a beautiful day, and I can't wait to hear the podcast this week. What's your favorite season, Mother? If I'm in Nashville, it's definitely fall. Uh Uh-huh. And honestly, in L.A., it might be spring, too. Because summer is so weird out here because I consider summer like May and June. And weirdly, they're always cold because we have something called June gloom. And it's it's because of the ocean. There's something to do with the ocean that causes the clouds. And it actually just covers the city. And it's so depressing because, like, the second you wake up in the morning, it's just gray. And it kind of just stays that way. Mm-hmm. And it does that a lot in June and the end of May. And so I love warm, warm weather. I love all seasons but winter. I hate winter mm-hmm. with the passion well you left nashville just in time because i swear the minute you left it got cold shut up yeah it's been cold see i always know those first three weeks in october are the best mm-hmm. actually week one and two even as kids i remember you guys always trick-or-treating in the rain and it was oh, always yeah. raining and freezing miserable so i know to get out before the last week of October. <laughs> Smart. Best and worst date experiences, she said. Everyone finds this hard to believe, but I haven't really been on that many, like... Me either. Quote, unquote, dates. Me like, either. I've never been the kind of person that, like, goes on lots of dates. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong because <laughs> it's not really, it hasn't worked out for me yet. I honestly really don't think I've ever been on a real date. Well, I've been on a handful, but definitely like not as many as normal people, I think. And I don't know, when I was younger, I would just meet people through friends and then we would hang out in groups and then we would start dating, I think. <laughs> like, I just don't, like, I just didn't do the whole, like, a guy come and picks you up and takes you somewhere. Like, I've just never done that. First really. of all, I could never do that, even like before your dad. And thank God he never wanted to leave the house, like, because he still doesn't. Um, So I didn't have to go anywhere because... For some guy to come and pick me up and take me and trapped. watch me eat give would give me so much anxiety that there's just no way I could have done that. Well, I like to drive myself because I need an escape plan if it's going badly. Oh, I will not ever, like, like it was always meet you there. Like, I need my mm-hmm. car. <laughs> totally. But I did go on a really bad date when I was living in L.A. Gosh, this was so long ago. Like, I was probably... No, like 26 or something. Like I was young and I got on one of the hot new dating apps or whatever and matched with this like cute guy. He was like from another country, classic me. Uh, And we went to Jones on third for lunch. And I am not kidding you for an hour straight. All he did was talk about himself. 
Like he did not ask me one thing about myself. He didn't let me talk. Like all he did was talk about himself for an hour straight. And then like, then like the hour's up and lunch is over. And he's like, he's like, so what are you doing tonight? And I was like, no, 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 no. I am not going to dinner and listening to you talk about yourself for another hour or two. So I made up some excuse that I couldn't go. Then found out a few days later was with a girlfriend of mine in LA and we were just chatting and she was telling me about this date she had been on, met him through a dating app, pulled him up, showed me the photo. And it was that guy. And on my date with him, he was, he had literally, he brought it up cause I didn't get to talk. He like brought up how he thought, he thought it was like so crazy that people would date multiple people at once. He's like, I've just never been that person. Like, I just don't get this concept of like dating multiple people at one time. That's exactly what he was doing. That is insane. Are these dates safe? I mean, I guess there's a record on your phone or something. Cause this does not, like, I would not go re- meet some random person anyway. I mean, I would only do it in, like, a setting where there's people around, obviously. Yeah. Like, I would never, like, meet the guy at a hotel or anything creepy like that. Like, you yeah. got to meet at a restaurant where there's a lot of people and whatever. And obviously, like, I, you know, any, it, when I go on dates now, like, I tell Kirsten where I'm at and who I'm with. Like, you got to make sure and, like, tell somebody where you are and, like, where you're going and what the plan is and all that because you just never know. Because I have friends that do Tinder. And I'm like, okay, that is not okay that some random man shows up at your house to do you know what and (laughs) (laughs) to do you know what. It sounds to me like the greatest thing in the world for a serial killer. I mean, it is. Did you watch clickbait? (laughs) Like that is just not okay. Like it is crazy town. Yeah, it really is. And first Um, of all, like, aren't you scared you're gonna get STD? (laughs) Well, yeah, real. Yeah, that's like, a valid concern. Doing it with a bunch of people, like from like, like, how are they not just spreading all kinds of stuff? I bet they are. I'm dead serious. Like, no, right I'm, now, I'm I'm serious. Like, how are people not walking around like it rotten off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's not okay with me. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Should I say what a good date was? I would love to hear about your good date. Well, you already know about it. We only do positive, positive things here. <laughs> well, I went on a good date recently. I know. <laughs> uh, time to tell the stoner. And you know what? Met him on a dating app. So my mom already knows because she was in town when I went on it. Which actually made it good for me because I was like, well, I definitely can't bring this guy home because my mother's in the basement. So. <laughs> Gotta keep this one PG. Um, but this date, super cute. His idea, he took me to Top Golf. And I have never, well, before I that, I had that. never, ever. Have you ever swung a golf club? Because I had never touched one. Um, Maybe once. But you know what I love? That you're not sitting across from each other, staring at each other, trying to eat and act like you're both, like, chowing down when you are so freaking nervous for your first date that the last thing you want to do is eat. But going and playing fun games is awesome. Well, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like a new age twist on like the putt putt date, right? From like high school, like when when I was in high school, like that was the activity date. Like take a girl, take a girl to go play putt putt or bowling yep. or something like that. But I hate those things. But top golf is really fun. There's a full bar, so it was a perfect situation because there was something to do. There was a reason like for us to talk. Like we were talking about golf because I didn't know how to do it, and he we, this we, we is could genius. Have some drinks. It was great. It was really great. And it would have been very easy for me to shut that down and be like, oh, that's so cliche. But I didn't. And I went and I had a great time. I don't think that's cliche. But it okay. was it was worth it. It was good. I, I was glad I did it. 
because it, you got to have a little drink, which probably calmed your nerves. Totally. And you get to talk about golf. And if he already can golf, then he can show you how, and it's all cute, and that whole well, thing. Well, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was the thing. Love it. Let's see what our next question is. Hi, Tish and Brandy. Um, I feel like this is more directed towards Brandy, but I'm looking to move to Denver coming up. And I'm originally from Nashville. And as y'all both know, Nashville doesn't get super cold or super hot in the summer. I mean, Lord knows sometimes it does. But um, I just wanted to know where the best places to live in Denver, maybe around the Denver area. Um, also how to prepare for a Denver winter and just everything about that. And, you know, just moving across country and the do's and the don'ts and just any tips and recommendations. Thanks. Love y'all. So jealous. She's moving to Denver. I love it there. You really do. I really love it there. Um, I'm playing there on New Year's Eve. So come out to my show in Denver. Um, Tips for Denver. Okay, here's the thing. Everyone's like a lot of people think Denver have these like has these like terrible winters. They're not that bad. So if you're in the city, which is where it sounds like you're moving to, first of all, they plow the roads so early every day that the, the roads are clear by the time you wake up. Like that city functions during snow. So that's what's great about that. Like as long as you don't plan on driving into the mountains, you could literally have any car you want and get around Denver just fine. If you do plan on going to the mountains, then I would probably have a car with four-wheel drive because the mountains do get kind of crazy. So there's tip number one. Also, people told me when I lived there that because of the way the city is placed on the east side of the mountains, that the mountains get like dumped on with snow. And then the mountains kind of shield the city from getting the majority of it. So it actually doesn't get as much snow downtown as you would think. Um and I actually think because it's a drier cold, I, like I wasn't nearly as cold in Denver than I am in Nashville when it's raining and cold and wet cold. Like to me, that is so much worse. So buy yourself a good puffer coat and you're going to be killing it. You're going to be great. Brandy, you yeah. should be a travel person. <laughs> <laughs> you just are so smart. And I love how you just bring it all down to earth. Just like bringing the facts. Travel. I would want to come to listen to you because you would just lay it out so easily. I love it. Well, uh, she also asked on what areas to live in. So if I were going back to Denver, I would either live in Low High, which is very popular. It's kind of pricey, but that's where everybody wants to live because you can walk to everything. Um, Washington Park. It's on the other side of downtown. Adorable. Like if you want to live in a house versus an apartment, I would definitely check out Washington Park. Um, because it's like a lot of homes versus like condo buildings and low high. And there is st some stuff that's walkable, but not like low high, but, and you can drive anywhere and be like downtown in five minutes. You can be at the mall in Cherry Creek in five minutes. Like everything's really close. And then the third area that's really popular is Rhino. And it's like the arts district. That's like in downtown. It's like on the North side of downtown. Lo a lot of things are walkable, but again, you're kind of, you're going for that condo life if you're in Rhino. So that's the trade, but those are my three favorite areas. Well, I like the one where you can have a little house. Me too. Wash Park is my fave. And I've heard that Cherry Creek is so cute. It is cute, but it's um, Cherry Creek is like the equivalent of Green Hills here. So it's uh -huh. busy. That's where the mall is. It's where all the shopping is. So be um, outside of there in a little house is better than driving yes. five minutes. I think, yeah, I think so. Cause, and Cherry Creek's really expensive too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Wash Park is where it's at. Well, that's great. Thank you for that cute review, Brand. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, They're okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Do you like how this is a Dear BC segment this week? Yeah, I actually don't. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name's Stacy. Um, I actually just recently moved to Nashville last year. Um, and I'm kind of hoping you can get me some advice. Um, I really love it here. I moved here with my boyfriend. We got a dog, bought a house, um, and have made some friends. So that's been great. Um, but I just kind of feel like something's missing. Um, in Cleveland, I sang in a couple bands, a little bit like folk country style. And I would love to do that here in Nashville, but I'm not sure exactly how to tap in and, you know, find different artists and musicians to play with. I don't play any instruments, so that definitely limits me with what I can actually do. Um, but just wondering if you guys have any advice on how to kind of go about that. Thank you. Love the show. You guys are awesome. I love well, her. It sounds like Stacey's just checking off the boxes. Boyfriend, house, dog. I mean, <laughs> she is living her best life. Seriously. Honestly, I feel like social media is always a good way to reach out to people and what were you going to say? I was literally going to say that I feel like there's a Facebook group for everything these days. Me too. I guarantee you there's a so, Facebook group for that. I guarantee you there's more than one of like Nashville musicians and people looking to do music together, put bands together or whatever. Like I guarantee you if you go on Facebook, you'll find groups about that. I think so too. And I bet also if you went to places like Third and Lindsley or the Bluebird or, you know, some of these really cool spots in Nashville – songwriters and artists are just constantly hanging out at these smaller venues watching their friends play and i think it'd be such a great way to meet people too mm -hmm. cleveland's cool though she said she came from cleveland it's really cool i like it a lot although really cold in the winter hey guys my name is taylor i am from minnesota first off thanks for being you i look forward to the podcast every week and really just adore you too so the holidays are right around the corner and coming fast my family has always been into gift giving. For us with two kids and other obligations, it's gotten harder and harder over the years to give gifts to everyone. Everyone buys for us, and we feel obligated to do the same in return. But things are up quickly. After losing my grandma this year, I've really tried telling my family that it's about presents and not presents. 
you can't get time back. So what are some good ideas that someone could give that aren't necessarily presents, but experiences or memories? Love you guys. I love that. question. And honestly, every year you try to get everybody to do Secret Santa. I know. I love the idea of Secret Santa because it is an activity. Like, so if you got you guys, like if you if you live under a rock and you don't know what Secret Santa is, I actually prefer Dirty Santa where you can steal from each other. But basically, whatever group you have, it's like for me, I wanted it for it to be our family. You put numbers in like a hat, however many people you are, and you draw a number. And everyone just goes and buys one gift. And you put a price limit on it. Like for us, like maybe we would say like hundred bucks or whatever. And, but a lot of people do it and say 20 bucks, like whatever you want the limit to be, it doesn't matter. Uh, and you go buy one gift. And then, so whatever number you draw is the number you get to pick a wrapped gift. Like you all sit around the tree and whoever has number one gets to pick whatever wrapped gift under the tree and unwraps it and opens it. And then whoever has number two can either pick a tree, uh, gift from under the tree or steal from number one. And so you like, at first you kind of think like, Oh, number one's the best, but it's not, it's actually the last number. Cause then you can steal yeah. from everyone. Except some people like to play with this one little rule that whoever has number one gets to steal from anyone at the very end of the game. So in that case, number one is the best. <laughs> but it's fun because it, it's like when I feel like when I we sit around love and open that. Gifts, I know. I feel like when we sit around and open gifts, it's just like over so quickly and everyone's opening presents at once and no one's really talking to each other. And it's just kind of weird. I think we're absolutely doing this this year. It's the best. And Secret Santa, it like turns it into a game and it turns it into an experience. And, and honestly, like, everybody will be relieved. I agree. I think we have to demand that we do Dirty Santa this year. I do too, because then, you know, what we'll do is like, then I'll buy all my other presents for Bear. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so I do love that. I think like another thing you could do is like, if it's a group of friends, um, like you could do something like rent a cabin and for like two nights and be like, Hey, I rented us this cabin and we're going to go spend the weekend in the spring in the mountains or whatever and hang out together or something like that. I think it's like I such a great gift idea. Love that so much i'm just full of good ideas this week randy you should be a travel expert and <laughs> a holiday expert how much money do those people make really <laughs> it's the question freaking a lot probably if you build the so. yes no i don't think really i don't think so i think you could build a huge brand out of that and then you can have your own travel accessories and all that good sounds stuff. hard sounds so good Maybe I need to do this, but I don't travel enough and I don't do the things you do like that. That's true. So good. Anyway, do we have another one? We do. Let's if I can get it to load. Hello, it's Monty from Los Angeles. Well, okay, actually, I'm from North Carolina, but I just moved to L.A. recently. Love the podcast. I think y'all are hilarious, iconic, amazing. Um, anyway, so I have two questions. One I recently went to a concert with one of my besties, and it wasn't even a concert. It was, like, a music festival, Govball. And I just had, like, an emotional reaction to one of the performers and their songs and was wondering with all the performers and y'all's family, have y'all ever had an emotional reaction to one of their performances? And then my other question is, I just moved to L.A. recently, you know, figuring it out from North Carolina, so it's a big adjustment. But I was wondering if y'all had any advice on places to go in Los Angeles, um, kind of like a local's guide in a way. Like, I'm still figuring things out. Um, and would just love any ad advice or, you know, places to places to see, any feedback. Like, would love, would love that. 
anyway, I hope you all have an amazing day. And sorry, I'm not stoned. Um, yeah, bye. I'm obsessed with Monty. Love, 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 love. And that is such a good question. Because honestly, I think I like I do like at everything that my kids do. There's always at least once that like I have to cry. Oh boy! <laughs> I used to cry for shows all the time. Like if you all did, oh my god, all the time. Like I would totally get emotional at everything. Like, Speaking of horse shows, Noah came to see me in a full head to toe black sweatsuit, and it was eighty five degrees outside. Did you do good? Stood out like a sore thumb. I had my, the last jump down, but Stargirl is amazing. We jumped meter 25. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So that's two holes higher than what you saw on two, on Wednesday. How did you it, get talked into doing that? Danny. I'll send you the video. She's pretty okay. good. But see, that would make me cry. That's such a huge accomplishment <laughs> so quick. But, like, honestly, it is emotional. And, like, I think Noah, when she just performed recently at the Fonda and it was sold out. And I think Noah, so many people relate to her because she's been so honest about depression and body dysmorphia and just really struggling with the depression and anxiety. And it, it was so emotional to hear every single solitary person in that room singing her song lonely. And they weren't just singing it. Like they were like, it was insane, the expressions on their faces. And it did make me tear up. And I literally looked at my friend and I was like, okay, like, this is crazy. Because it was just like, I felt like everybody in that room was just connected mm -hmm. because they all knew that every single person in that room at that moment, like felt like they did. And it was just overwhelming. Yeah. And so beautiful. And it was just so crazy. And I just remember at that moment being like so overwhelmed with emotion because it's like, oh, they know she knows how they feel. You know, it mm -hmm. was just really good. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, concerts in general. I feel like, I feel like most, like nine times out of ten when I go see a show, like I definitely have like a spiritual moment Absolutely. like at some point during it. Um, I mean, that's what music does to people, I feel. It totally does. Mother, what are your local LA recommendations for Monty? Oh, I'm so lame. I know. I, I mean, honestly, Nobu Malibu. Mom. It, if you're going to do one great, nice thing, like I would rather save my money and go to somewhere like you could eat on the ocean in Malibu. But there are some really cute like bars and restaurants down in West Hollywood. But I've been out of the LA scene for like, like three or four years so maybe these places aren't as cool as they were then but well, we all know like isn't the abbey fun oh i don't it's know i was thinking bar, like but i think everybody loves it there's a, a little bar um in west hollywood called laurel hardware that's one of my favorite spots to go grab a drink and dessert and then you know what restaurant i love in west hollywood i love to go for lunch but you can go for dinner too um there's a little spot called zinc and it's just so chic, and the food is so good, and a lot of celebs go. So if you keep your eyes peeled, you might see, like, Haley Bieber or somebody. Huh? I've never even heard of it. Yes, I've taken you there. Oh. It's the spot right next to the Pacific Design Center, and the writing for the restaurant oh, is in Pink Neon. Meant. That's where me, you, and Mark Yeah, 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 Zinc. Cute yeah. lunch spot. Laurel Hardware is, like, you want to go at night. Like, on the weekends, it's popping. But on weeknights, too, like, it's definitely a vibe and, like, kind of a little scene, but also, like, an under-the-radar scene. 
Got it. And then what's um what's the other one? Oh, Delilah is right is Everybody right close to Delilah. Everybody loves Delilah. Uh-huh. Um I no, hides up like a club. Oh. Which if that's your scene, go get after it. Yeah. Oh, you know what I used to love to go to, but I think it might be maybe it's not as cool anymore, but I used to love going to the blind dragon. It's a club. Um, it's oh, right there on sunset and it's kind of hidden. Like there's no sign for it or anything like that. And I haven't been in years, but like they used to have these little, it's like, a, it's like a club, but then they have these separate rooms. that are like private karaoke rooms. So oh. you go in with your group and they have bottle service. They can bring into the room, but then like your group just gets to have private karaoke night. It's so fun. That sounds literally amazing. It's great. I loved it. I mean, that sounds like so much fun. Mm. And then there's like the West side spots. There's some West side spots. Like the West side is really trendy right now. Like I feel like maybe the social scene has moved over to the West side. People love Elefante. They love the proper hotel rooftop, but I, Elefante is, a, is definitely a sceny spot. Like people go there to be seen or whatever. You should give it a shot. Do they have pizza? Probably. I think they have pizza. It's Good. like a Mediterranean spot. Got it. That's great. My LA Rex. Okay. Better than yours. I mean, I have nothing. I got Nobu, she says. I mean, Nobu Malibu is just setting by the ocean. I mean, I don't do sushi, so it's not for really for me. I love to go just because it's so beautiful. But, like, it is just a, if you're going to Malibu and you want to have the best dinner, like, and if you like sushi, like, there's just nothing better than setting by the ocean. Oh, it's amazing. But it is it's outrageous. Outrageous. But it is amazing. Yeah, maybe go have a drink there. Yeah. This one, you need to look at the photo. Hi, Tish and Brandy. I just want to say that I love you guys so much. Um, I love your whole family. Um, I literally want to name my daughter Miley because, one, I love the name, and, two, because of the Cyrus family. Um, but anyways, I have a high design question. Uh, so me and my fiancé currently live in um, his parents' basement suite, and... We are lucky enough because they're moving, um, but we're lucky enough to we're going with them and we're moving into the new basement suite, um, but it's fully un, or it's unfinished. Um, so we pretty much get to design it from scratch and we're kind of working on a budget. So we currently have this. I sent a photo. We currently have this um, like workbench. It's actually for a garage, but we kind of turned it into our kitchen island because um, we found some really cool bar stools that go with it. Um, and we want to design the kitchen around this island, but I just don't know what to color to make the cupboards and um, the countertops. So any advice for what how I, we can design the kitchen around this um, island would be really great. Okay, thank you. Sorry, this was long. This is like country farmhousey type vibe, which I so love. Which, so I, like, to me, I think if I was going to go with this, I would probably do white cabinets. Absolutely. I would just do probably also a white countertop. I would, too. And I'm getting a little tired of just the white quartz. I think you could find a quartz that has a little movement in it mm -hmm. instead of just being white. And it can be really interesting. That I actually love that dark gray wall with this piece. And I love it with the white cabinetry. But, again, I, I'm not with Brandy. I'd probably do, like, a white quartz that has some movement and isn't just plain white yeah um but it's really cool and I just think that you could have so much fun with the backsplash because I oh, think yeah, I'd keep sure. it lighter too would you do like black matte um faucet and hardware and stuff 
I kind of think I love that. Yeah. I, was I mean, if you want to stay more industrial, I think you go with black. And then if you don't, I would still go with like a nickel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a really pretty nickel could be really, really pretty, especially doing black hardware. I think that'd be really cool. Or you could do nickel hardware and then do a black faucet. I think mixing those two would be really cool. Um, But I think it'd be really fun to do like a backsplash that isn't just completely plain. I would like, I'd love to see something that gives a little bit of either a pattern or just a little color or something. Mm -hmm. I think it could be pretty. Love that. Me too. Cool. Um, Well, our last Dear MT... Um, it's actually, it's not a voice memo. Uh, it's somebody that sent an Instagram message, uh, because they didn't want to have their voice heard on the podcast. So I'm just going to read the message, um, for this very last one. Ready? Great. Okay. I am in a hard spot in my professional life. I have worked with the same company for seven years. I have grown a lot, moved up, and have been successful here. However, this job leaves me exhausted. I've basically been managing 100-plus people, and I leave most days so mentally drained and exhausted that it's hard to focus on my family at home. Also, I'm an Enneagram 9, such a people-pleaser, which makes it so much harder. Anyways, I had another job opportunity come to me. Similar pay, and it's actually super mental health-oriented, less people to manage and be responsible for. I'm very torn. I wasn't actively looking for another job. I'm super loyal and never even thought about leaving my current job before. I need advice. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the old people saying, uh, but I was going to say, it, it sounds, sounds like you like... had this amazingly wonderful gift fall in your lap that God is just saying, here you go. Like, yeah, it, cause it just sounds like the same pay less pressure, mental health, or like, it just sounds like a dream job. And like, I understand being loyal, but I think sometimes you just have to be more loyal to yourself and to your family and just know that, you know, you're doing what's right for not only you, but you know, the people that you love. Um, Mm -hmm. I would just say like, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. I agree. And I think, um, you know, the thing that stood out to me the most was that she said it's hard to focus on her family at home because of how much work drains her. And I mean, at the end of the day, like work is not the most important part of our lives, right? Like when, like when it's all said and done, like it's the people in your life that are important and and the experiences you have with them. So if you have this other opportunity, that's just totally here for you, that's going to allow you to have better and like more and better quality time with your family. I think absolutely no brainer, like take that other job. Absolutely. That's my advice. Those are some good DRMTs. Great DRMTs. Loved it. You got any baked goods or nah? I saw that you, uh, I saw that you ordered your own pair of tree torn boots. Just I like... love yours. Are yours a seven? I think so. Okay, good. I think so. I uh, love yeah. your, the horse show. They're perfect because they're waterproof and they're so, so comfortable. Great. And they're so cheap. We're talking about uh, Brandy. I uh, didn't want to get my, I was going to the airport after her horse show and I didn't want my shoes to get muddy. So I slipped on a pair of her tree torn rubber boots with, and I had a pair of jeans on, and they just looked so cute. They're so cute. And I was like, oh, my God, these are the, like, I couldn't get the green. They were back-ordered, the ah. army green. Um, so I got the black, but I just ordered them off Amazon because not only, like, 
they, I was so glad that I took them and put them on because like they were so cute on and it was so good to have. So I want to get a pair for here too. Cause it like mm-hmm. yesterday rained all day. Oh, um, oh yeah. Poured all day here. Um, but so like, they're, they just the cutest shoes. So I will put those up they're, again. They're like uh, tree torn little rubber boots and they're so cute. They really are. I wear them, um, to like, especially when I'm horse showing because I'm bathing star and I'm cleaning tack and I'm always in water and those suckers have really stood the test of time. Like they've sure. taken a beating and I was a hunter, but they were like 150, no, 60 bucks. You know what? The hunters are not comfortable. And that, honestly, I would wear them out just like on a cute day because they cool. just would look so cute with jeans and a little sweater. Rubber boots are really trendy right now. They're so cute. I'm, I can't wait. Did mine come yet? Yes, they did. They're in there oh. waiting for you. Uh, awesome. Yay. Hilarious. Well, it, it's owners. Well, if that's all we got, we have a little announcement for you guys. We are going to take a sorry, we're stoned hiatus through the end of the year. This will be the last episode for 2021. And, you know, we've talked about it a lot this episode. It's, it's important to spend time doing things you love and spending time with your family and your friends and the people in your life and being present. And honestly, sometimes just taking a break for yourself. And so we're going to do that for the next couple of months. And, um, we're really going to like focus on just unwinding and recharging and finishing out the year, just hanging out with each other and kind of doing some self-care and um, some like spiritual and mental wellness stuff. So we'll miss you guys, but I think we gave you guys one heck of a great episode to end out the year on. And here's the thing is I love you guys so much. So please stay like involved and in contact with us through our Facebook group. Yeah. Even though we won't be doing any more episodes for the year, we do have a couple of things up our sleeves for you. It's not live yet, so I really shouldn't be saying anything, but I just can't keep it in anymore. But we have been hard at work designing some Sorry We're Stoned merch that's going to be available soon. So even without episodes airing, keep your uh, eyes and ears peeled on the Facebook group and our Instagram for the um, for the announcement that that's going to go live because we hope to have that up before the holidays for y'all. Absolutely. And I'm sure like a couple of times before the new year, like maybe I could do a live Facebook or me and Brandy could, cause I definitely want to stay in touch with you guys. We love y'all so much and thank you for supporting us and sorry, we're stoned. <laughs> Happy holidays. I'm going to be stoned during the holidays. I'll tell you that, that right oh, now. I am going to be too, but, um, yes. So keep in touch. You guys we will keep in touch as well. And we love you and Talk to you soon. Love you guys. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.